0: It's the brand new PC Holiday CD, featuring all of your favorites, like Frosty the Snowperson, a postal representative is coming to town,
1: and... It's beginning to look a lot
0: like... Winter. That's right. It's all of your favorite winter solstice classics, like... I'm dreaming of a colorblind, gender-neutral, animal-loving, accepting-of-all-cultures
2: holiday, and... Oh, come... You... Oh, come... You los angeles plus you'll get hark
0: the people over there sing deck the halls with inoffensive material and who could forget the kids favorite
1: okay holiday holiday it's
0: all right here for only $19.95 order now and get the pc general birth recreation set formerly called the nativity set Featuring Josephine, the Virgin Larry, the Three Wise People, Chin Ho, Takesha, and Herb Stein. And of course, the Baby Jesus. It's the PC Holiday CD.
2: Is a great time of year. Call now. We do not discriminate against any nation's currency or type of credit card.
0: Stu Does America.
2: BlazeTV.com slash Stu. Use code Stu, save yourself 10 bucks. If you're watching on YouTube, you've saved all the dollars because that's free. But you can like the video. Think of it as like a Christmas gift to me. Plus, you can follow the channel and click the bell, do all the things. It's pretty much all Christmas all the time on the show today. We'll sing a few songs together. We'll have a few laughs and we'll settle in for the greatest holiday film ever made. The Christmas Twist coming up in just a few minutes. But we start by doing Avatar. Yes, Avatar. Avatar 2, The Way of Water, is coming out today. Wow, does that sound enticing. Avatar 2, The Way of Water. Which way will the water go? I don't know. It sounds so interesting, I can't wait to find out. Now, I don't want to ruin... For you, my particular opinion on this movie, I will tell you. I beg of you to not go see it. I, I just, can you just. I beg and plead with you to stop yourself from going to see this movie, and I'll tell you the real reason here in just a minute. But first, let me just give you some of the reviews, not at all cherry-picked. Here we go. Film review: Avatar. The Way of Water, drowns in incoherence. That sounds promising. Avatar, The Way of Water. I needed a dark room and an ice pack on my forehead after that. That sounds pretty good, too. James Cameron did a great job here. How about this? Avatar, The Way of Water review, dead in the water. James Cameron's Avatar 2 has some incredibly beautiful shots, but fails to live up to its legacy as a bleeding-edge spectacle. By the way, its legacy sucked. Does anyone remember this? Avatar might be one of the biggest movies of all time. They spent a lot of money on the production of it, hung around forever in theaters back in, like, I think it was 2009. But it has made absolutely no cultural impact whatsoever. Think of the movies that are at the top of the heap. You're talking about Star Wars. Can you remember any characters' names in Star Wars? I bet you can. I bet you can name several characters from Star Wars. How many can you name from Avatar? The answer, the correct answer is none. Did you just watch Avatar again? Hey, I'm going to watch it again to get ready for Avatar 2. You still can't name any of the characters. You know why? Because they were terrible and unmemorable. That's why. More reviews. It's a shame that... Oh, here we go. As quickly... Becomes evident, all the tech advances in the world can't hide the narrative tedium of watching Cameron's yoked-together eco-fable unfurl over 190 minutes. Do you hate yourself? I'm asking you this honestly. Do you hate yourself? Are you sadomasochistic? Do you really want to go into a theater and sit there for over three hours and watch a bunch of meaningless cartoon characters that you can't remember their names, bash human beings, bash America, bash capitalism, bash the military, and praise the environment. Oh, do you hate yourself? Do you despise every fiber of your own being? That's the question I will, I'm just going to go to theaters this weekend and just ask people that as they walk in. But let's let's be fair, let's look at the rest of the reviews. Um, Now this is someone who actually seemed to like the first one sure the script was derivative But the production design was brilliant now with Avatar the way of water Cameron returns to the director's chair for the first time in 13 years much to my disappointment. It's a mess Not cherry-picked at all just random reviews um, here we go. The worst part is the same problems that have plagued Cameron for the last 30 plus years. That is chiefly, the better the technology he can use to make movies, the worse Cameron's storytelling becomes. Wow. That's uh, far from a rave review. You know, there are these things in, in movies um, called stories, and James Cameron doesn't know anything about them uh, in almost all of his movies, uh, but especially Avatar. Remember, the first movie was really, really bad. It was a bad movie. No one remembers it because it was bad. Yes, he had some new technology, but now that technology has been used by everybody. We've gone, from the last time Avatar came out, it's like, oh, wow, CGI, this is incredible, James Cameron, to... We've gone through an entire cycle of then everyone using it, and now everyone rejecting it. And we're back to the point now where everyone's like, gosh, don't put any more CGI in these movies. Please, I beg of you. If... Avatar, The Way of Water, could possibly rise to the level of storytelling of anyone between number four and number seven of the Fast and Furious series. It would be a miracle. It'd be a miracle. And yet this is all anyone in Hollywood's talking about. It makes so much money this weekend. Let's go a little bit more. How about the look of the film? I mean, that's what everyone's talking about, right? It's the technology. It's the look of Avatar. The result is a glassy soap opera look that jars you right out of the magical world of Pandora. Much of water looks like a video game cutscene, which defeats the intended effect of a fully immersive underwater world. Instead of feeling dunked into the oceans of Pandora, the HFR means viewing water makes uh, feels more like staring through aquarium glass at a separate realm. There is also a consistent issue with motion judder that happens just enough to make you think something must be wrong with your screening, but no, it's the film. This sounds like an incredible... You should definitely head out to theaters immediately. Despite the mystical trappings of the Pandoran, Pandoran people, these movies are not deep. They exist so James Cameron can play with his toys in the biggest bathtub imaginable. Hmm. I mean, why would you want to hand out? You want to hand some money over to this guy? You feel good about that? What, what has happened to you? What's happened in your life that you want to go to this movie theater and give this dolt a bunch of your money? Uh, do you, are, you, are you damaged? Are you a damaged human being? That's my question to you. If you are... There are better places to go. Go to therapy. Spend that money going to therapy to rebuild yourself. Don't go to Avatar. Hmm. More reviews. What's still too difficult to get past is how unengaging any of the motion-captured performances are. The fundamental design of Pandora's indigenous species is just too cartoon-like, and the net effect is that the bad performances are amplified, while the good actors in the cast are buried beneath so many layers of CGI that they may as well be fully animated. Kate Winslet's much-hyped reunion with Cameron as the free-driving Ronal, who's apparently one of the characters. Ronal? Did they just decide to just put their hand down on the keyboard to come up with these names? They're so pathetic. Uh, Anyway, that barely registers. Her character could have been played by anybody. That's not me saying that. That's the review another review? Sure. We return to Pandora in Avatar The Way of Water, and co-writer-director James Cameron returns to essentially tell the same story he told in the previous movie. Since that story was already repetitive, this one feels doubly so, because there are more characters somehow less developed in this installment than the previous one. In this sequel, the repetition gains yet another level. Mmm! So it's a really crappy movie, He's then repeated it, and then it's even more repetition in this one. That sounds great. Uh, How about this one? Someone acknowledging the truth. Yes, I had to Google all the names in the review, because no character makes a significant enough mark to be memorable. Avatar is one of the highest-grossing movies of all time. For this movie to break even, it's going to have to be, I think, the seventh or eighth highest-grossing movie of all time. They're saying it needs to make something like $2 billion worldwide to break even. I don't know. He's he's apparently filmed multiple other sequels. It's hard to tell exactly how much of that is built into it, but I can tell you this. People overseas love it. Oh, the rest of the world loves Avatar. They love their stupid, weird water creatures. You know, do you want to be directly in alignment with the Chinese Communist Party, then go see Avatar. You're going to love it. It's all over the world. People love their Avatar all over the world. But this, I maintain, is a special country. An exceptional country. A country that can't possibly be defined by watching Avatar 2. We already made the mistake of watching Avatar 1. We've had 13 years to think about that mistake. We can't do it again. Don't give this man any of your money. Please, I beg of you. This is a movie that is anti-human. This is a movie that is anti-American. It's an anti-capitalist movie. It is some, you know, it's endless three hours of environmental drivel from a man who's a moron. It's also a crappy movie. You can get through all of that other stuff if it's actually a good movie. I told you about Lord of War with Nicolas Cage, which is also anti-American and anti-capitalist and anti-military, all of those things. However, it's also a good movie. It's a good freaking movie. You know what isn't a good movie? Avatar or Avatar The Way of Water. So I ask you this. I appeal to to some part of you. There has to be, if you're thinking, I'm going to go see Avatar this weekend, I'm asking the part of you that's still alive, think about this for a moment. What are you going to do to yourself at this wonderful time of year? I beg of you, do not go see the movie Avatar. Is it because it's a bunch of liberal nonsense? It's totally true, but no, that's not the most important reason. Is it because it is, I mean, because the guy who directed it and has an entire reputation on the line here, James Cameron, is a douche? That's completely true. But that's not the main reason to go uh, to, to go and avoid this movie this weekend. Go do anything else. Anything else. Is it because it's a giant waste of your money and your time? It is a big waste of your money and your time, but that's not the main reason for you to avoid Avatar This weekend, the main reason is that I have a bet with a friend of mine who says Avatar is going to be very successful. And it's based solely on opening weekend. The main reason for you to avoid Avatar is so I can win this bet and not have to hear from him constantly for the rest of my life. Spare me the pain. If you want to go see Avatar, which I do not recommend, go any other time but this weekend. Please, I beg of you. There are things that are more important than your entertainment. There are things that are more important than you watching a bunch of dopey cartoon characters tell you how bad the military is and how evil America is and how wonderful the environment is. Oh, I like trees and water! Can we learn about the way of water? Sure, that's all idiotic to the point of, to some extreme, I can't even come up with the words to describe. But the main reason you should not see Avatar, this weekend at least, is so I can win my bet. Make me happy. Make the world a happy place. And help me win very few dollars, but happiness until the end of time. It's the final days. <laughs> so stupid. The final days for Christmas and holiday season sale from our friends at GenuCell. Yes, everyone, from now until Christmas, GenuCell's most popular package is 70% off at genucellcom stew. You can treat yourself, you can treat a loved one to the best skincare in the world. Now, this is a great gift. If it's something for you, that's cool too. If you have any skin issues, you'd like to uh, cure, little make, make them a little bit better uh, in, in, uh, when it comes to your appearance thinking about like maybe some forehead wrinkles, some fine lines, some skin redness, maybe bags or puffiness, maybe a sagging jawline. Watch them disappear. Why? How can I tell you that that's true? Well, look, you can be skeptical all you want. It's like people who think that Avatar is a good movie. You could be you could show all your skepticism uh, here, but here's the thing: Genucell is going to guarantee it for you. With their immediate effects, you can see results in less than 12 hours, or your money back. And included in every most popular package is your free hyaluronic acid serum for skin hydration that will restore your youthful appearance. Go to Genucell.com/stew. Genucell.com/stew. Enter the code STU for an additional 10% off your entire order. Every order today instantly upgraded to free express shipping and is guaranteed delivery by Christmas, so check it out. genucelcom slash stew, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash stew.
3: We are at a tipping point in America. With 400,000 children in the U.S. foster care system and a quarter of those awaiting a forever family, Christians must step up. This is Jack Graham, senior pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, inviting you to Chosen, a summit addressing these urgent needs on Saturday, April 13th. Chosen will empower churches to begin foster care and adoption ministries and equip families who are adopting or fostering. We have great speakers joining me, including Sadie Robertson-Huff and Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, along with dozens of breakout sessions. I urge you to join us and help make a difference in the lives of these precious children. Register at Prestonwood.org Chosen.
2: Well, it's that time of year. Yes, it's time for for delicious candy canes and wonderful tinsel and mistletoe hung across the bow where you're supposed to kiss random people what is that? that's a weird tradition isn't it is that where did that come? who what creep came up with that tradition uh, christmas caroling also a big part of this time of year and you know every once in a while we like to step back and look at our world and and think about the wonderful christmas songs that we have you know christmas caroling is a nice tradition That's a weird one, too. A bunch of people just coming to your door, knocking, and then singing at you. All the Christmas stories and traditions are weird. That's what I'm discovering in today's program. Um, However, we are in the period of wokeness. Christmas in Wokeville is a little bit different than the old school Christmas. We have to make sure that everyone is included. Every single faith, every single holiday, every single religion comes into the wonderful Christmas world and swims together into some sort of weird amalgam of, of nonsense. And that's why we want you to all sing along to this happy, happy Christmas carol. It's the celebration of the, the holiday we all know and love, Ramahanaquansmas.
1: Have a Ramahanaquansmas. It's the PC time of year Every holiday displayed Because of morbid fear Happy Ramahana, Kwan'smas Yeah, we know the name is queer Oh, good golly, can't offend nobody on us this year Oh, no Eskimos need a holiday We'll get right back to you when we think of one for game Happy Rama on the Kwan'smas What a time for winter cheer But if you see a Christmas tree you'll hear Christmas cheers Screw you ACLU for winning the 12 million in your lawsuit versus Santa and his elves have a Ramahana kwans and everyone must now adhere so by golly don't hang up that holly on this year Yeah, and no more sleigh bells either.
2: Mm. (laughs) <laughs> that's the sort of thing that used to be a crazy vision of the future that we'd never get to. I remember thinking to myself, that's never going to happen. And and here, here we are in whatever this is. So happy Ramahana Kwan'smas to you and to yours. And we can't forget, of course, our wonderful president. President of the United States has done such an incredible job managing this country. He, it led him to inc- insane gains in this past election where they lost the house and it's important for everybody to understand he's done such a good job you know I think a lot of people get focused on the bad headlines sometimes and miss some of the really positive things about how we're becoming a more multicultural society how we're now able to look at our neighbors Across the oceans, uh, across borders, and unite with them in understanding what life truly is. And that's why we can all look at Christmas time this year and see what's in our very near future.
4: It's beginning to look a lot like, like an Cortez, Pelosi, Kamala, and Senile Joe. What is beginning to look a lot like Venezuela? Soon we'll all be flogged. (laughs) At dinner, you'll need to bring your favorite seasoning for the roasted dog. Well, there's a a criminal threat it is such a socialist treat a band of marauders have captured our daughters and amputated my feet the reindeer have been murdered and the elves have all been beat it's beginning to look a lot like Venezuela oh the kids have frowns the tree is red and green this platter with blood and spleen, and Santa Claus is not coming to town. Oh, no. It's beginning to look a lot like Venezuela. Soon we'll lose our soul. But the thing that will make us cry is the painful way we die as our head. is higher from all of the fires and rampant is the disease there's some execution and much destitution and i am covered by fleas and have you ever noticed that the water smells like cheese it's beginning to look a lot like venezuela begging for some food the thing that will make us flee is the worthless currency. All a crap or screw
2: You know, buying or selling a home is already one of the most stressful things you can do, especially if you just, you know, I don't know, you're fleeing a war-torn country, maybe coming from an economic catastrophe in another nation. You want to move here, you don't want to be ripped off when you get here. So, you got to get a good real estate agent. And the way to do that is realestateagentsitrust.com. This is a service that is free to you. If you're going to buy a home, you're going to sell a home, you just go to realestateagentsitrust.com. You don't have to pay anything, but you do get the best agent in your area. And look... When you're going through one of the most important financial transactions you will ever go through, you better have somebody on your side, buying a home or selling a home. A lot of people don't get the buyer's agent. I never understand that. you got to have somebody on your side. Realestateagentsitrust.com is the place to go to find that person. They will walk you through the entire process there. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Check it out now. Realestateagentsitrust.com. One Christmas song I really don't like is the 12 Days of Christmas. I've never been a fan of that one. Uh, but every year it gets more and more expensive. They released this little, uh, and this year it's worse than normal. 12 drummers drumming is up 2.6%. 11 pipers piping up uh, 2.6%. 10 lords a-leaping up 24.2% in one year. 9 ladies dancing up 10%. I'm to have to ask Jeffy on that one. Uh, 8 maids a-milking up, uh, actually that one's flat. No, no inflation on the, on the maids milking. Or uh, the seven swans are swimming. Then you got six geese Lang up 9%, five gold rings up 39%, four calling birds, though, flat. You can get them for 600 bucks, 150 bucks a pop. Uh, three French hens up 25%, two turtle doves up uh, 33%, and a partridge in a pear tree up 26%. Overall, it's going to cost you $45,523.27, up 10.5% from just last year. That's Biden's America. Right there, Uh, expert uh, has now revealed why people are more likely to cheat over Christmas, which does seem to be the opposite of what should be happening. You're around your family all the time. It's supposed to be celebration of the birth of Christ. Can you just can you keep it in your pants for another weekend? I mean, you got New Year's right around the corner. Anyway, um, a British aristocrat has defended. Wishing a happy Christmas instead of a festive celebration. Replacing Christmas with a festive celebration is no different than saying we can't have turkey because there's a vegetarian at the table. Yes. Please, just say what you want to say. People are so weird about it. Just stop being offended by what other people say. Just say what you want. Just do what you want to do. Except for the whole cheating thing on Christmas. Don't do that. Florida man has, and don't do this either. It's a Florida man story, so definitely don't do it. Uh, he He hit his wife with a Christmas tree. After being asked to uh, help make dinner, the story started because she I guess they dropped a spoon in the sink and it got his hands wet. Just feels to me like bashing her over the head with a Christmas tree is a little bit of an overreaction on that one. But again, it's Florida. So this stuff is allowed to happen. Finally, we have a Christmas asteroid. We're going to make a close approach to the Earth this week. Asteroid 2015 RN35 will be just under two lunar distances on Wednesday. Despite its large enough size, the European Space Agency says it poses no danger and should be visible in some areas until about December 19th. Here's the thing. If a Christmas asteroid is going to hit you, they're not going to tell you about it. So they're just going to tell you, oh, this should pose no danger. Don't don't worry. And that's exactly what they're saying here. So I would assume... The entire entire world is coming, going to be completely destroyed by the time we have more shows because this is our last broadcast day of the year. So by the time January comes around, we probably won't exist. That's kind of sad, but maybe you'll look up, maybe you'll see the thing cross in the sky. Is it is it an asteroid? Is it Santa? We don't know. Don't worry about it. But maybe on your Christmas wish, you could list this year because of everything that's been going on. You can just put, please let the asteroid hit us this year, Santa Claus. Grip six what a Christmas present that is grip six is a great company they make great belts they make great wallets they make great socks they're warm socks if you happen to be somewhere where it's a little chilly this time of year Uh, the wallets are really really cool you can um, they're stylish they're kind of different you got to check those out the belt. Is awesome. You're going to love that. They even have the carbon fiber belt, so you can go through uh, airport security and not have to worry about it. Grip Six is a small company in Utah, and they sell all over the world, but uh, they're based here in the United States, and they source everything here in the United States. So you got to go check these guys out. It's grip6.com/stew. Grip6.com/stew makes a great present for someone that you love. Check it out. GRIP6.com slash stew. Use the code stew. You'll save 15% off right now. It's a great Christmas gift. GRIP6.com the slash stew. Get 15% off today.
0: And we're only three reported deaths, organizers say the annual Children's Flammable Toy Exhibition will be held again next season. Finally, the city has announced plans to go ahead with its proposed combination handgun, cigarette, and pork rind factory. The site for this slice of heaven on earth is our own historic hometown square. And so far, all 300 existing tenants have decided to sell, except for Noel Anderson, owner of local cookie store, The Christmas Twist.
2: Turn off the TV. I've got amazing news. <laughs> I just closed another business deal. Since you know, I'm a businessman. And now I'm officially getting that big business commission.
5: Uh, I wish you wouldn't always talk about money around the
2: holidays. But honey, now I can afford the one thing I really wanted. And <gasps> Noel, Will you marry me?
5: That's the biggest diamond I've ever seen!
2: Of course it is. From the richest boyfriend you've ever had. What do you say to a lifetime of that?
5: Well, I guess so. Did
2: you hear that, world? She said, I guess so! Oh, this is the greatest day of my life! We're gonna have the best Christmas ever! Like a family, me, you, and my money!
6: Wow, is it cold out there?
5: I bet Santa himself will get frostbite. Did you finish decorating at least?
6: I sure did. I hung up so much tinsel that now I've got tinsels instead of tonsils. (laughs) 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 Guys, are you watching TV?
2: (sighs) Okay, just because I was driving here and I was then parking and then walking in doesn't mean that I didn't understand that news was about to break. Quick, turn it on!
0: And in case you just happen to turn your television set on, there is breaking news. In an attempt to go ahead with the new handgun cigarette pork rind factory, the mayor has officially made public an offer to buy the lone holdout local cookie store, The Christmas Twist. The mayor announced his offer for the 600-square-foot cookie store. million dollars. But he did place one condition. Store owner Noel Anderson only has 24 hours to decide. It's now safe to turn your television off again. In other news, my kitty cat Noodles is still missing. $11
2: million for this dump? You bought it for 18 grand! I know, but how can you put a a price tag on Christmas? Um, you're not selling Christmas. You're selling a meaningless collection of bricks and asbestos walls covered in toxic lead tinsel.
5: Dad, how can you say Christmas is meaningless?
2: I I didn't say that. Just listen to me. Maybe if you just ran a cookie store, or you ran a Christmas cookie store, or you just ran a butter cookie store, but you only sell the pretzel-shaped butter cookies. Uh, nobody likes the pretzel shaped butter cookies.
5: Oh, really? Then why did I sell three to customers
2: this year? Well, two of them were me, and the other one was a guy hiding from an amber alert. This is the worst business model of all time. It's not a business model, it's my dream. I am far too businessy for this. You have 24 business hours to decide. <sighs>
6: It's okay, Noelle, it's okay. You know, my grandpappy used to say, if it's all about the money, then it's all about nothing. Of course, when he said that, he was talking about (laughs) $1.38. This is $11 million. That's like John Kerry wife money, right? What's wrong with you?
5: Well, it all started one night when I was looking at the Christmas lights, and I ran over a homeless person.
6: Wait, you ran over what?
5: Don't worry! You're gonna be okay!
3: Well, you've crushed every bone in my body. My pancreas is still in your wheel well. I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna be okay.
5: Oh, homeless vagrant. What can I do to make your pancreas-less Christmas? Spirit live on.
3: There's only one thing, you know, other than calling 911. I really always wanted to open up a Christmas cookie store.
5: I can do that. I'm an amazing baker. I can make snickerdoodle, chocolate chip, molasses. The
3: store can only sell those pretzel butter cookies, the ones that nobody likes.
5: That's the worst business model I've ever heard, like in the history of mankind.
3: No, no, it's, it's not a business model. It's, it's my
6: dream. So you killed a homeless person, huh? Well, I guess that's the way the cookie crumbles, huh? (laughs) What (laughs) are (laughs) you?
3: Hey oh I hear you got a crapper to be plunged.
5: Yes, I stopped up the crapper. I've just been so stressed with my store closing that last night I binged on fig pudding.
3: Ooh, that'll stop up a crapper, all right. I I love fig pudding. And the crapper. Really? We have so much in common. I love fig pudding, and I clogged up my crapper last night too.
0: Suppose we're all supposed to believe that my cat Noodles ends up dead the same weekend George Soros just happens to be in town. And in other news, we finally find out the future of our new handgun cigarette and pork rind factory in just 12 hours. 12 hours from now. Mark your calendar. Noelle Anderson will make her big decision. Still no word on why the mayor decided to make the deadline a national holiday. Or why the mayor would present the offer on the TV. Honey,
2: did you make your decision yet?
5: Um...
2: Look, I understand that this story is your dream. Your heart. Your soul. Your deal that you made as you committed what a jury would likely consider manslaughter and killing a homeless man hallucinating about cookies. But it's 11 million dollars. Don't be an idiot.
5: How can you talk about dollars and manslaughter at a time like this? We can't sell the store. Where would all my pretzel cookies go?
2: Uh, they're not alive. It's, it's not materially where they would go.
5: Where will people buy their pretzel cookies for Santa? Santa loves these cookies.
2: Noelle, Santa wants chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> yeah. You take that back. Take it back. Noelle, do want to think about your pretzel cookies? It's not about the money. It's about how dumb you are. I mean, it's it's a little bit about the money, but it's mostly about how dumb you are. I can't marry someone this dumb. Unless it's a Kardashian, maybe. Look, sell the store or I'm calling the engagement off. You now have 12 business hours to decide.
6: It's Uncle Billy. Oh, no. What's wrong, Noelle?
5: I might lose my store. Mm. My businessman fiance gave me an ultimatum and I think I'm in love
6: Mm -hmm.
5: with a common laborer. Oh, my. Who looks suspiciously like the homeless man that I ran over. Mm. Except he's wearing glasses. Mm -hmm. And I'm so torn.
6: Yeah. Well, you know, Noelle, my grandpappy was once faced with a Christmas choice, a choice just like yours. Should he marry his male lover, or a really fat homeless man plumber he met when he stopped up the crapper?
5: Well, who did, who did he choose?
6: Ah, neither. He was hit by a blonde woman in an SUV and left to die on the road with no explanation, but that's the moral of Christmas time, right?
5: So what you're, what you're saying is that I should marry my mean fiance?
6: No, stupid. Oh. You're so stupid, how can you be this dumb? I mean, that's stupid.
5: So then what you're saying is that I should choose the plumber?
6: Yes, wow, Geez, I'm really starting to see where your fiance is coming from. You are stupid, stupid,
5: I mean, really dumb. Okay, well, I hope I have enough time to go stop up the toilet again.
6: Right, well, I mean, you are stupid, can you do it? I don't know! It is stupid! I mean, I... Should I marry my mean fiancé? Yeah, dummy, go ahead.
2: (sighs) So did you make a decision? I have a businessman meeting to go to in the business world.
5: Yes, I did. I, I did make a decision. I choose the Christmas spirit. And I choose this plumber with potentially no future, he's homeless. But I just met him, and he believes in me, and he believes in my store.
2: Uh, good luck with that. Good luck with your stupid store with the pretzel cookies and this pointless plumber idiot. It, it, all of it's just a big pipe dream. You know, because of, of the pipes. He, he happens to work with pipes, and that's his, his chosen pr- profession. It, it's a pipe, pipe dream. I think it worked. I don't understand why you didn't.
3: No. Let's go fix that crapper, together. You know, before I get started fixing your crapper, I just want to say this. I might not be a businessman like your businessman boyfriend. I might not have the intelligence, the pleasant odor, or the lack of mouth sores. I can't even afford a big fancy ring but I can't afford this.
5: Wait, did you just find that on the floor?
3: Well, <laughs> yes, but that doesn't change the question. Will you marry me?
5: Yes! I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do this, I can't do this. <coughs>
2: Hope you enjoyed the Christmas twist yet again this year. It's a great holiday tradition for almost every family in the United States and all across the world. Uh, greatest Christmas movie of all time. It was funny. I went back and, and looked at the original airing of that and the context around it. And you know, we had all sorts of idiotic stuff going on in that show. Uh, but right after it, there was kind of a, a moment that I loved, which was me basically trying to bribe my son, who was I don't know two at the time, to sing. Jingle bells, which he used to do all the time. And then of course, obviously you bring him on stage in front of cameras and he just stares in utter panic. Um, it was a great moment for me to look back at it and I showed it to him and he, he thought it was funny too. I hope you'll enjoy it too as a goodbye for the holidays. Here's my son attempting to sing Jingle Bells. Come here, bud. Come here, bud. Come on. Whoa, come here, right in the middle. Okay, right, ready? Stand right here. Okay, can you sing Jingle Bells? Can you sing Jingle Bells? No. No? Okay. We're using you a prop. Make daddy money, okay? Sing the pretty song. Jingle Bells. No. (laughs) Can you sing Jingle Bells? Hey bud, can you sing Ba Ba Black Cheek? No. Can you sing ABCs? No. Can you sing Eagles? No. Dum, 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 dum. No. <laughs> no. And now my son and I present to you a previously recorded version of him singing jingle bells.
1: Beat the bob, Bob. be the
2: Hey. <laughs> Merry Christmas to all. And to all a good night. <laughs>